Generation Now. Be informed. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the February 25th edition of the Generation Now podcast, the official podcast of the Ridgeway Community Church Youth Group. My name is Matt Burr. I'm the youth pastor with you again here this week. I guess I'm the youth pastor every week. Ha, look at that. Um, kind of doing a little bit different for the podcast this week. Mark has kind of come down with a bit of a cold, so I gave him the week off. Now, next week, I guarantee you, Mark's going to get on the podcast and he's going to start talking some something about how we didn't give him a raise or we didn't, you know, give in to his demands for whatever, blah, blah, blah. I just want it to be for the record right here and right now that... Mark is sick, and I'm just being a nice guy. I'm allowing him the week off to get better. And anyway, so Mark, I don't know if you're going to listen to this or not. I would think you would, but ha, I got you before you can even make a big deal about it. <laughs> but we've got a couple things coming up for you this week. Um, uh, a couple pretty cool things. First of all, we are going in our pop section. The pop will be a little abbreviated today because Mark's not here, but starting this week and continuing throughout the next few weeks, it will be the first ever and the official American Idol recap. That's right, American Idol folks. For those of you who are fans of the show, great. If you don't like the show, deal with it. We're going to talk a little American Idol because it's the pop section, and we're supposed to talk about pop culture in the pop section. So that'll be coming up here in a little bit. And also, I have an exclusive interview uh, with a very wonderful young couple that have been attending our church here in Ridgeway for the last few weeks. Uh, their name is Ben and Rose, and uh, we'll be playing that interview for you in the thread section. So quite a few things coming up. So without further ado, here is The Bullet. Welcome back. That song was called Foregone Conclusions by the band Pedro the Lion off their latest album, Achilles Heels. Not necessarily a new album or a new band by any means, but they got some pretty cool tunes. Um, you can check them out at myspace.com slash Pedro the Lion. If you like indie music, you want to check them out. They're pretty cool. Um, so coming up here in the bullet, there's a, a few things going on. First of all, uh, this Wednesday, um, we will have our normal scheduled activities. Wednesday morning, uh, high school prayer meeting here in the church foyer at 7 a.m. Come pray with us before school. At a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, right at one or two forty-five in Miss Matheson's classroom, we will be having the high school uh, FCS, uh, which is the Bible club there. Um, this week is uh, lesson week, and Chris Boozer, our friend Chris Boozer, will be pl- will be bringing the lesson. So, it'll be very intriguing and good. Uh, if you're a high school student, don't run off after school. Come up to Miss Matheson's classroom and hang out with us. Five thirty uh, Wednesday evening, we will have a middle school youth group, uh, and we will continue our gospel journey. Um, 
uh, lesson material will be pretty good. So invite your friends to come to that. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is the big middle school ski retreat at the Hallelujah House. Really excited about this. We have quite a big crew of middle school students uh, um, lined up to go to this event. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to meet here uh, at the church Friday at 4 p.m. Uh, make sure you bring all of the things that were listed on the to do on the to bring list, uh, like your sleeping bag, your clothes, all that kind of stuff. Uh, if you haven't brought your thirty dollars, make sure you bring it then, and also your forms that you needed to fill out. You need to bring those Friday. You cannot go on the trip without turning in those forms. If you need more information about what you're supposed to bring and all that kind of good stuff, you can contact me at feedback at ridgewayyouth.org, and I will get you all the information that you need. Uh, we'll be skiing all day Saturday, and we'll be back Sunday about five in the afternoon. So it's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be good times. We're really excited about that. Um, coming up way down. Um, oh, so be, oh, before I say that, uh, because of the ski trip, there will not be high school youth group this Sunday night. Take one week off, and we'll be back next week to get going. That um, to be getting that kicked off. Um, the next big event, which is quite a ways down the road, but we'll start talking about it here pretty soon, is the Planet Wisdom Student Conference in Denver. Uh, this is a conference that's available to middle school students and high school students, uh, and it's going to be a good one. You don't want to miss out on that. The cost will probably be somewhere about $70 per person or so. Uh, we'll try to keep it as affordable as possible, uh, but probably in the next few weeks I'll have some more detailed information for you. Uh, so that's it for the bullet. Um, Make sure you have, uh, make sure you know everything that's going on. And like I said before, if you have any questions about something, just, uh, send me an email. Feedback at ridgewayyouth.org. Coming up next is the pop and the first ever American Idol recap. So welcome back. That song was called It's Beautiful Once You're Out Here by the band Stave Zaker off their latest album, How to Live with a Curse. Just good old-fashioned rock and roll. If you like, if you just just like really ripping guitars and awesome um, vocals, you want to check them out. Uh, you can check them out at myspace.com slash stavezaker, which is spelled, I'll spell it for you, it's S-T-A-V-E-S-A-C-R-E. And they're just a really cool band, so you want to check them out. Um, so yeah, normally we would have our, our uh, pop section here with Mark, uh, but since he's out this week, we're going to start a new segment, um, and this is our official American Idol recap, and we've got some music for it. So here we go. Alright, well if you're a fan of American Idol or not, this has been a very intriguing season. I must say before I begin that I've uh, caught glimpses and pieces of American Idol before, but I've never actually watched an entire season. But so far, I've started at the very first season with all the weird, crazy first episode, all the weird, crazy people talking, uh, trying to get on the show, and the ones that are actually good, and went through this whole weird Hollywood week where they cut out, like, we had like 125 people, and they cut it down to the top 24. And here's the official top 24 
American Idol contestants. Starting with the girls, we have Elena Whitaker, Alex Lushington, Amanda Overmeyer, she's like a real rocker chick, uh, Carly Hennessy Smithson, <laughs> uh, Amy Davis, Brooke White, who um, I'm just going to say is my favorite out of all the girls, well, one of my favorites, Christy Lee Cook, Katie Malloy, Ramil Malaby, Saisha Mercado, and I like Saisha a lot too, Joanne Borgella, and Isaiah, that's why I'm not doing names, Isaiah Epperson. For the boys, we have Chikizi Easy, which is, I mean, what kind of a name is that? Chikizi Easy. I mean, come on, that's crazy. Uh, Colton Berry, Danny Noriega, David Archuleta, David Cook, David Hernandez, three Davids, boring, Garrett Haley, Jason Castro, Jason Yeager, Luke Menard, Michael Lee Johns, and Robbie Carrico. So the this last week, um, on Tuesday, the 12 boys sang songs, and then Wednesday, the 12 girls sang songs. They all had to sing 60-style songs. And then on Thursday, after America voted, two boys were voted off and two girls. The two boys that were voted off was Colton Berry. He sang the song Suspicious Minds. Uh, Randy said it was pretty good. Paula said, it's not your best, but an eager and fun. Simon said, okay, didn't re- represent himself, and he's looking for a recording artist. And he got axed. He was kicked out. Uh, the other boy that was uh, knocked out was Garrett Haley. Uh, he sang the song Breaking Up is Hard to Do. Uh, Randy said, don't be afraid to make the song your own. Paula said, be comfortable to change up songs. And Simon said, boring and look terrified. And what Simon really said that cracked me up is, is he said that Garrett looked like he was shut up in his house for weeks. He was all pale and sickly looking. And he was like, you need to get out and get some sun. And and Garrett was like, what? And that's just weird. So I thought that was funny. I like Simon. He cracks me up. He just, he just says whatever he wants, and he doesn't care what anyone thinks. Uh, the girls that got kicked off, uh, the first one was Amy Davis. She sang Where the Boys Are. Randy said there was a lot of pitch problems, and it wasn't great for him. Paula said the camera loves you, but there were nerves. And Simon said it was boring, and it was uh, just it was a boring song. It was very cabaret. Cabaret means it would be like uh, going to a, a, a restaurant and somebody walking, like one of the waiters walking up to your table and singing to you. Just not really pop quality. It's kind of generic. Uh, the other girl that was kicked off was Joanna Borghiella, and that was the song Say a Little Prayer. And um, Randy said that her voice felt a little shaky and was off-key. Paula said to pull it together, and she liked it but didn't love it. And Simon again said it was an average song, and it was a very poor... Welcome back. That song was called Dr. Strange Love by the band Blonde Redhead. Uh, Blonde Redhead released an album this last year called 23. Uh, they're a pretty interesting band. You can check them out at myspace.com slash blonde redhead. Uh, just really interesting. If you guys like it. So for the thread this week, um, I have the opportunity and pleasure to interview a young couple on the They've been all over the place I just wanted to share that with you. So without further ado, here's the interview So there you go, folks. Your American Idol update of the week. We'll keep you tuned in every week as far as So coming up next. Welcome. 
Welcome back. That song was called Dr. Strange Love by the band Blonde Redhead. Uh, Blonde Redhead released an album this last year called 23. Uh, they're a pretty interesting band. You can check them out at myspace.com slash blonderedhead. Uh, just really interesting indie music. I think you guys will like it. So for the thread this week, um, I had the opportunity and the pleasure to interview a young couple in our, co- in our congregation. Their names are Ben and Rose. Uh, they've been all over the place. They have a really interesting story and they have a really cool vision about where they believe God is taking them in their life. And I just wanted to share that with you. So without further ado, here's the interview with Ben and Rose. All right, well, here we are with our special guests, uh, Ben Cubbage and Rose Mannion. Glad to have you guys here. Say hello to the crowd. Hey, man. It's uh, nice to be here. We're really, really honored to be here this Sunday night. Thank you for having us. Yeah. We're re- yeah, he just let it out. We, we recorded this Sunday night, even though you all are going to listen to it on Monday, but that's okay. Perfect. That's the way things work. <laughs> but, you know, um, honestly, I just uh, I know that you guys have been visiting here at our church for a little while now. And you have some uh, very close personal friends that come here. I know you guys are close to the Kriegshausers and also the Hackett's, too, I understand. And, and personally, I haven't gotten the ability to, to get to know you guys. And I know maybe a lot of our students haven't either. So I thought it would be a good idea to have you guys on the show. Um, and just appreciate you guys cutting a little bit of time out to uh, just to answer a few questions. So welcome. And all of our podcast listeners say welcome as well. Thank you. All across the world. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I mean... Our Millions of people listening. Millions. Millions. Yeah, yeah. It's an honor. <laughs> it's a right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all over the world and all 15 different languages that we... Just kidding. It's not that big. <laughs> so um, just wanted to ask you guys a couple questions. Um, you know, first of all, I mean, how old are you guys? I'm 26. Yeah, I'm 25. So I still see they're they're young. It makes me feel makes me feel a little oh. old, but yeah. I'm glad you guys are young. That's mm-hmm. good. Still strapping. <laughs> Sweet. Where'd you guys Where'd you grow up, Rose? Where'd you grow up? I grew up mostly in Texas. I was born in San Antonio and grew up in Dallas and Houston. That's actually where we're having our wedding. Cool. Because my grandparents and and brother and family are still there. So. Cool. And you guys are getting married in like two weeks. Yes, two weeks. So it's coming up real quick. Yes. Ben, how about you? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in uh, the slower, lower eastern shore of Maryland. Nice. Where the tallest point in our town is the town dump. <laughs> That's the tallest oh. point. <laughs> yeah. Elevation so, twenty five feet. It's not quite snuffles, but it's it's almost there, really. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys visited mm-hmm. Colorado a lot in the past, or is this all pretty much new to you? Only one time about two years ago. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So has it been kind of hard to get a little acclimated here? A little wheezy at first, but I think <laughs> we're we're getting used to it now. I remember my first two weeks. It was just like oh. it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like grandpa. You know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, you know, um, I know that you guys have uh, traveled the world. Um, you've seen a lot of different things. You've seen God move in your lives. And obviously he's brought you two together. Um, and I know that you guys have a, a – God's got a plan in store for you. And that's kind of what I wanted to share with our listenership. Maybe just a little bit of um, – just a little bit of inspiration to see that, you know, God is real and present in our lives. Um, that he does things for a purpose, he leads us to where we are, and he gives us direction where to go. So that's kind of what I wanted to go with this a little bit of an interview. Um, where did you guys meet? We met in West Africa. Uh, for those of you who have ever seen the movie Blood Diamond with Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. it occurs in a country called Sierra Leone. We live on a hospital ship that works right near and with Sierra Leone called Mercy Ships, and it floats around. It's a huge hospital ship that's about a football field and a half long, and with about 400 people on it. Wow. And we sail around West Africa, and we do free surgeries uh, to show people the love of Jesus Christ. Wow. And so that is where we met. I teach agriculture on the ship, um, teaching people how to grow their own crops so they can feed themselves. Cool. And Rosemary, what do you do? I was the hairstylist for a year on the ship for all the crew members 
the doctors, the housekeepers, the galley workers, everybody. So It's just the little things that we overlook in life. Yeah. So yeah. to have somebody being able to, to mm-hmm. do their hair while they're on the mission field, that's got to be wonderful. Yeah, it was cool to be able mm-hmm. to go and travel with that yeah. skill. You, know, you wouldn't think that would bring you to Africa, but... Yeah, well, well, describe for me a little bit. You said you grew up in Texas. What took you from Texas to West, to Sierra Leone? How did you oh. how did you get from point A to point B? Mm. Uh, well, I went from Texas. Uh, I guess I I moved from there when I was first when I was sixteen, and went to Chicago for a little stint, and then moved back for a couple years, and then went to California, then moved up the coast to Oregon, and that's where uh, I came to know the Lord. So I think that's kind of when it started, of course, getting saved. Yeah, how old were you? Maybe not really a later age, but I was 22. So it's only been, you know, almost four years or maybe not even, but, um, or 2004, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been four years, but God is radical and he's taking me like, I'm not really sure how I ended up in Africa, but it was just, I got saved and like. That was it. You know, I was his, and so. That's way cool. Yeah. Excellent. And yeah. then how did you get from Maryland to to Sierra Leone? Airplane. Airplane? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. didn't swim? Oh, it, yeah, it's a long swim. I tried, but it, <laughs> I had to go back. Actually, uh, let's see. I don't know. I guess I grew up in Maryland and Virginia and grew up in a, a small little college there in, near uh, Washington, D.C., and I went on a missions trip to Haiti in the Caribbean mm-hmm. for about a month. And that totally just rocked my world, man. I encourage anybody that's listening to go on a missions trip. Even if you have no idea what you're doing or why you're going there, just go and see it. It'll totally open your heart and broaden your horizons. And once you see how people live, like I saw people living in a dump. Mm -hmm. They were living on top of a dump with raw sewage in their backyard. And they're living in tin shacks. The kids made kites out of plastic bags and sticks they found on the ground. Just that kind of thing. And when you see this kind of poverty... It just blows your mind. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Really. I mean, you can see it on TV and watch these, you know, UNICEF commercials or whatever for Save the Children, but until you really see it, it's just wow. Yeah. It's crazy. And so I think after that, I just knew that I was supposed to, supposed to be there. I mean, it's supposed to be helping those people. You know, that well, yeah. God has given us so much totally. that we really need to, you know, be given back some way. So, a, a little yeah. off topic, but maybe off the top of your head, can you do you do you know of any like websites or any resources that maybe some of our listeners can just tap into if they're interested in going on a trip? I mean, I know our church usually hosts one a year. We were trying to put together one in Mexico, but you know, I mean, you know, students out there, and and we have some adults that are listening mm. too. You don't have to wait for a church to sponsor a short-term missions trip. Mm. Sometimes you just go. And mm. uh, can you think of anything on top of your head? I mean, that, that maybe through your connections, you're like, yeah, this is a good organization mm. that can help put stuff together. Huh? Can you think of anything, Rose? Short-term. Uh, Operation Mobilization okay. has done some really cool, I think, short-term work. Um, YWAM is great. That's Youth, Youth with, with a Mission. mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I think that's yeah. probably... Cool. Do, go- do Google searches, people, yeah. for those two things. That'd yeah. be good. That'd be really cool. God will change your life if you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it, it, um, you know my, my story is a little different. I didn't... Um, but, you know, when you see people ministering... Or, or you see a place where there's a great spiritual need, it will change your life. Mm-hmm. And mine was more of a, at a Bible camp kind of situation, but it opened my eyes to youth ministry and look where I am today. Yeah, so awesome. if you just, if, if I just think if people would just put themselves in the situation to see God working mm-hmm. um, and allow themselves to be a part of what God's doing somewhere, I mean, it's just, there's no way your life won't mm-hmm. change. It's just, it's mm-hmm. amazing. It's really cool. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so you guys, you met 
in Africa. How long were you guys in Africa? We were each there for about a year in 2006. So she was there a little bit earlier than me. And I showed up there in about November 2005. No, November 2006. Yeah, I got there and I met her. Cool. Yeah, and I was there for about a year after that. Yeah. So about six months. Oh no, yeah. about eight months after that. Mm-hmm. Right here. Yeah. Oh. So so you guys have been off the African mission trip for just over a year now. Um, about a year and a half. No. Well, <laughs> I, I I just got back in December. Oh, for in December. 2007. So I, I'm kind of fresh out. Fresh out. Still amazed to see white people rather than black people <laughs> surrounding me. But uh, yeah, so I'm a little fresh out. But she actually went to Israel, and she, uh, yeah, so she was studying in Israel for a little bit. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. But now you guys are here. Yeah. And yeah. how long have you been engaged? Uh, August 18th. 2006, I proposed to her in Israel. Nice. That's on top cool. of a castle, mm-hmm. holding a large yellow banner that said, Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> on top of a castle. Yeah, it was true. Actually, on top of castle ruins, I think, from from back in the Crusader times. Nice. It was an old Crusader castle ruins. Mm. So it seems like it would be illegal for him to be standing on top of them, but somehow. Somehow he got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Glad you didn't get thrown in jail. Because <laughs> it's the middle of the countryside. Yeah, yeah. so no one no, cared. Yeah, no one cared. <laughs> no one cared. So what brought you to our community here? Uh, was it just specifically people here, or was there a different situation? What brought you guys to Ridgeway? Well, uh, Roger Kriegshauser and Kelly Kriegshauser, pastors of this church, Ridgeway Community Church, discipled me for four years in college. And they're a huge influence. They took me in their house, let me do laundry, let me play with their kids, and just, you know, just helped me grow up in college, you know, and taught yeah. me a lot about the Lord. So when we asked where do we want to do marriage counseling, they were sort of our, I think, our first pick. Yeah. And it didn't hurt to be at the, the base of the San Juan Mountains either. No. The most beautiful mountains in the world. So, it's yeah. definitely not torture living yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. So. Yeah, so. yeah. We went from the heat of living almost right on the equator in the, the tropics of Africa to... The snow where it's negative 20 often <laughs> in Ridgeway, Colorado. We've had a Colorado. cold winter, too. Yeah, yeah. This has been a cold one. This is colder than last year. Easy. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy. So you guys are getting married in Houston, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, um, where where do you guys see God taking you? I mean, obviously, the next step is to get married. Right. Um, 13, days. In, 13 huh? days. 13 days. 13 days. <laughs> yeah. Countdown is on. Yeah. And what you guys are doing, I, I understand you guys are doing a pretty radical and, and really neat honeymoon. Where do you, where do you guys plan on going? Well, uh, I encourage you guys, be radical for the Lord, man. He is radical, you know. Yeah. You don't just have to do the same old thing. Um, yeah, so what we're doing, we're getting married on March 8th, and then we are hiking 2,650 miles from Mexico to Canada through California, Oregon, and Washington. And uh, basically, we're just taking six months to walk uh, from border to border through Mexico, from Mexico to Canada, mm-hmm. about 25 miles every day. So just a long backpacking trip. Yeah, do you guys have like your stops already planned out, or are you just kind of just going to go and yeah. find a place to stop as it comes along? It's called the Pacific Crest Trail, uh, so it's already, I mean, it's a rooted, it's not like we're bushwhacking through the wilderness, but <laughs> oh. um, yeah, but there, there will be cities, I mean, what, maybe once a week we'll stop and we'll hitchhike into a city and grab some food and then pop back out and just walk for 100, 200 more miles until we hit the next city. It's amazing. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, just the, honestly, mm-hmm. just the thought of being able to see all the all the different things. 
that I mean, it would be great. Yeah, it's God's glory, man. He created us to be out there, and that's where I feel the most free, the most the most wild, the most me. So, so is this trail know. kind of off the beaten path? I mean, it's not right along. I mean, I don't know much about California, uh, Oregon, but I, obviously the coastal areas are mm-hmm. pretty populated. Is it a little bit off that, or? Yeah, it's, it goes to the Sierra Nevadas and the Cascades. So uh, there'll be days when we only see ourselves. <laughs> and maybe a bear and a marmot, if we're lucky. <laughs> so we'll definitely go a little stir-crazy, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty off the beaten path. I mean, there's, there's parts that, you know, are a little more well-traveled than others. But, yeah. yeah. So we walked through about 700 miles near the Mojave Desert. So, uh, yeah, we go from there to the highest point in the United States, the continental United States. That's so, cool. That's yeah, really yeah. Cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Mm. So good team building, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't think very many young married couples have the opportunity to spend yeah. that extended period yeah. of time just by themselves. It's true. So that'll be that'll be really neat. Talk about uh, talk about memories. Yeah, that's cool. Are you guys going to take a lot of pictures? Good times. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Definitely, we'll have to. We're going. We'll probably blog our entire trip. Cool. So, just kind of yeah, find some yeah. hot spots where you get some net and. Just kind of post some blogs and such. Yeah, yeah. Every hopefully once a month or so we'll, we'll get online. That's way cool. So. Excellent. Well, we'll keep yeah. our listeners up to date on that. Yeah, cool. Well, we'll, we'll be okay. sending you guys pictures. So yeah. very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, where 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 do you see God taking you after all that? I mean, do you guys see a, a plan that God's leading you on? Um, are you guys going back to Africa, or is there something else in store for you that you see God talking to you about? I think we'd hopefully like to use this backpacking experience. And obviously, it, I mean, it's kind of a mission trip sharing the Lord out there in the wilderness, but it's also for us, you know, just to build us as a team and just for the beauty of it also. Mm-hmm. But I think hopefully the skills that we learn there, uh, the skills and the teamwork we learn there together, we'd like to take those and bring them back maybe here to Ridgeway, Colorado and start doing backpacking trips for kids mm-hmm. to get people out, you know. We've heard about the drugs and stuff in the community. We want to get people off those drugs, you know, and show them that there's so much more. Yeah. That the Lord has come to give us life and life abundantly, and we're not we're not meant to be caught in drugs and mm-hmm. video games and computers and stuck inside all day, man. He has so much more for us. That's way cool. So yeah, that's uh, hopefully we'll that'll be a ministry for us. So it's not just a honeymoon, but a lifestyle and a ministry. We're, we're thinking. Yeah, so. maybe just a little bit of training yeah. for the future too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So is it just uh, uh just you guys spending time outdoors, just kind of being out in nature that has just started to develop this this passion in you for that? For that that style of ministry, mm-hmm. or I mean, how did you see that ministry mentality just kind of develop in mm-hmm. you? Well, I was a, a Boy Scout and an Eagle Scout in high school, and then I, I majored in environmental science in college. And then from there, I just loved being outdoors. You know, I just kn- knew I never wanted to be in a you know office desk job stuck in a, a cube farm somewhere. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so uh, from there, I uh, worked in New Hampshire for two years, leading backpacking trips and things. And then uh, I hiked what was called the Appalachian Trail, which goes from Georgia to Maine which is about 2,000 miles, and yeah. just fell in love with walking, you know, just like Forrest Gump. I just like walking, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I just I to keep going. <laughs> I wonder how many of our students have actually seen that movie. Yeah. You wouldn't think it, but it's kind of an old movie oh, now. No. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that oh, crazy? No. Oh, man. Now you really date us. Oh, that happens all the time to me. Yeah. <laughs> what? You've never heard of that? Come on. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm old. That's way cool. Um, uh, okay, so just uh, maybe we can go one one by one. Uh, Rose, what is God teaching you specifically right now? I mean, what is probably within the last few days that God has just really planted on your heart? Oh. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Uh, the last few days or... Or, or weeks. Most recently, yeah. I mean, I 
I have been learning about how to be a wife and what that means and how to be mm. a virtuous one at that. And mm. it's a challenge because it's, um, I didn't really, I mean, I grew up with amazing, amazing people and, and uh, a beautiful family. It was broken in times. And, um, you know, I've gone, you know, through a couple of divorces. So I don't know. As far as marriage, I haven't really had a whole lot of faith in it and it wasn't until I came to the Lord that I understood that it you know you get married and you stay married and that's all there is to it you know divorce isn't an option and uh so I guess just learning how to be in that and what my role is in that and how to be a helpmeet and things which Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what that term was or what it was about but you know so it's uh it's been it's been awesome it's been so so awesome and I've learned uh so much about what that means for for God and like what marriage means to him and hmm. what a picture of it of our relationship is to marriage so of course <laughs> 13 days away from a wedding <laughs> that's what I'm learning okay. so it's, no, it's really it's cool that that's hmm. you know it's it teaches me so much about my relationship with God you know that's really what it's about so excellent mm-hmm. what about you Ben well, I'm just skating off her spirituality, I think. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I'm just learning to trust God. I mean, I guess that's a little cliche. It's easy to say that. But we drove out here about a month ago from Maryland to Colorado. We drove in two days, uh, pretty much straight with no sleep or anything. And we drove out here, and we had no jobs. We had nothing. But we knew the Lord was leading us here. And he's totally provided jobs for us and a place for us. And we didn't know why we're coming here, but we knew we are supposed to. So we basically just showed up and said yes. And from there, I think the Lord has used that and is really guiding our past, and we're seeing him move mm-hmm. in a lot of amazing ways. One thing that I've seen is pray. And we have started to pray for some of our friends and family here in Ridgeway, and we have seen some amazing things happen, miraculous changes in people's lives. So no matter how young or old you are, spend some time. Get on your knees. I know it feels like you're talking to the air, but it's going to change the world, man. We've said some prayers, and some of our friends who we never thought would come to Christ are, are here sitting in this church and we're mm. so happy to see them here and no That's one ever great. thought that they would be here so and I mean we're just new we're just people crazy people from the other side of the America who drove here and don't even belong here or know anybody hardly but he's still using us so yeah, follow God and he'll use you is mm. I guess kind of what I'm learning you know yeah well, I'm, so, I'm finding uh, you guys are, are certainly mm. fitting in here and belonging yeah. here mm. um, I know that there's a lot of people that I mean, I, honestly, over the last few weeks, has been like, hey, have you met Ben and Rose yet? Have you met Ben and Rose yet? I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't had the opportunity to. So, I mean, I mean, just praise God that, that um, he's allowing you guys to be a part of people's lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and these relationships are being built. Um, and hopefully, hopefully that God will use that in the future. Maybe it'll be long term here. Maybe it won't. But But these little connections tend to last quite a long time. I think a lot of times, I know, just looking back on my... My teenage years, there's a lot of relationships that I just let fizzle out. Mm. And sometimes it saddens me a little bit to think about, oh, I wonder who that person is or where that person is. And, and even in this MySpace age, it's just it's hard to connect with your old friends again. Mm. And so I don't know. To me, I guess that's just from what you were saying, it's a little bit of an encouragement to maybe to give our students. It's like, you know, cherish cherish relationships and friendships that you make with people. Mm. Um, they might be short-lived. Yeah. They might be long-lived. But they, they can be very deep for your life mm. very cool yeah and you never and even the people that the lord brings you in contact with the annoying kid the <laughs> the bothering kid the dumb kid the dorky kid 
they're there for a reason, you know, and you may be the only Christ that they get to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no coincidences. You're there in their life for a reason. Mm-hmm. So um, take advantage of that. And the people that annoy you the most and frustrate you the most, mm-hmm. they, ha- they may have the most to teach you about yourselves. Yeah. Uh, that's what I find, that the, mo- the people that frustrate me the most are often the people that the Lord really uses mm-hmm. to, totally. to touch my heart and to, to show me that I'm a crappy person too. So, <laughs> yeah, and I need him. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, last question. This one, no, this no, one could sure. be a little deep. So, if you want to take a second to think about it, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, one of the things that I really enjoy about, um, about like you know us in our our either mid to late twenties, early thirties, is that we don't we aren't old enough where we've got it all figured out, but we've gone through a lot where we've seen God work in our lives a lot. And um, you know, one of the things that I try to communicate to the students is that. Um, is that you know God has taught me a lot of things just through life experience, mistakes that I've made, or or places that God has taken me, and I communicate those things to you. And obviously, you guys have a real interesting track through your life, where you came from, how you got there, how you got here, how you met each other. Um, is there? I mean, just for the just for the the general teenager out there that might be listening right now. I mean, what what could be maybe just one nugget of truth? or encouragement that you may have gleaned from your life that you just like to pass on? I mean, what what would be the thing, like, if you just had just 30 seconds to spend with a teenager, that's it. What would be the one thing you could tell them? Well, for me, I think what's on every teenager's mind? Relationships. Who am I going to date in, in high school, man? That's what it's about. You know, in high school, I remember that's what makes you cool or not cool or whatever. Yeah. And so the only thing that I can say, standing on the doorstep of marriage 13 days away, is that you got to run your race as hard as you can. And run it for the Lord. And look to the person that's to your right and to your left. Hmm. Uh, and that might be the person you're supposed to marry. And so do what the Lord has called you to do. And maybe that means you're single on the way. Maybe that means you'll find someone. But just do what the Lord calls you to do, and you'll be happy. And if you're happy being single, then you can happy hmm. be happy being married also. Because... Hmm. Don't think that being in a dating relationship or being married or whatever is a magic solution to any of your problems. Because if you're messed up before you get married, mm. you're messed up when you get married, you know. <laughs> so just run your race for the Lord. And that's how I found Rosie is, you know, I wasn't seeking to date anybody. I wasn't seeking, you know, desperately for a wife or anything. I was just waiting patiently for God to use me. I followed his call for my life. Mm-hmm. And on the way, I found Rosie. Mm-hmm. And not, not vice versa. I wasn't looking for a wife first, mm-hmm. then following the Lord's call, but I was following the Lord. And so follow the Lord. Whatever he calls you to do, if it's being single for a while, there's a purpose in that. And if me and Rosie had met a year later, we wouldn't have worked together. And had we not waited that year, we we wouldn't be sitting here talking to you, getting married, you know. And I think you can probably say the same, Matt, is that, you know, if you rush it, if you take the uh, cookies out of the the oven a little bit early, they're not going to taste very good. So, um, yeah, so wait for the Lord. He He has a plan for you, even if it doesn't make sense right now. Yeah, yeah, that's so. that's really man. That's just yeah. that's great. Just the, the thought of, yeah, we have to discover what God wants us to do first mm. before sure. anything else in life. Yeah, I mean because if we don't, if we're not following the plan that God has for us, then we're just spinning our wheels. It's true. And um, that's just real. That's real good. Thank you. Yeah. Are you the question I would propose to these guys is, are you more concerned about dating or are you more concerned about truth and God's love? Because mm. God is waiting to date you every single day. But so often we're too concerned about our popularity to even give him a, a wink of attention. So, yeah, think about where your priorities are because in 10 years, I can tell you the person you're dating probably won't know them any <laughs> much longer. I mean, sometimes high school relationships work out, but ultimately what's really important and what lasts eternally. Yeah. Think about that. 
thoughts. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, Thank go ahead. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Go ahead, Riz. What do you oh, think? Huh. I guess what I've learned, I guess thinking back over the last, I don't even want to say 10 years, but <laughs> it's true, <laughs> um, or even maybe just five, is God does have a plan for all of you. Um, even when, I think, I think when I was, even up until I was 22, I was still just searching and seeking to know who I was, and I didn't yeah. even realize that. So I was looking in so many different places. Um, kind of thinking back, I remember one of my main reasons why I desired so badly to go to Africa was because I wanted to be freed from mm. the materialism, from like all of the media and everything that it tells us that we have to be. Uh, women and I mean guys mm-hmm. I'm sure too um, but I just I got to the point where I was really really sick of it because it was so unfulfilling and it's really impossible um, to be whoever that person is um, to be perfect or, or, or whatever so uh, God has a plan um, he used me being a hairstylist to go to Africa yeah. and, and be there for a year and then go live in Israel for six months. This is a new Christian. Like, I, I really didn't know anything except for the love of Jesus. And, and I've gotten to go, you know, so humbling. And so many times it's like, why me? But just take the challenge, you know, that God that mm. God puts before you. And, and walk in faith, man. And, and he'll take you across the world, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's and awesome. it's just, it is awesome, it's really awesome, so, yeah, that's what yeah. I would say. Well, I, I just sure appreciate you guys just taking some mm-hmm. time to do this, um, it's just, it's really good to get to know you guys. Yeah, thanks, kinda, It's kind of different, I guess, maybe to get to know each other over, over <laughs> like a radio show. <laughs> it's kind of cool, I've never done that before. It's kind of fun, but yeah. it's just, it's a blessing to get to know you guys, it's a blessing yeah, yeah. to have you guys in our community, and, um. And I just want to encourage all of our listeners out there, if you haven't met the, this wonderful mm-hmm. couple yet, um, just, you know, be bold. Just step in front of them. They're nice people. They're not going to, you know, bite you or nothing. Yeah. I'm the guy with the mullet in church. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to miss. <laughs> Jesus loves everybody, including people with mullets. <laughs> but it's a good mullet, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was a bad mullet, I might be saying something. But it's a good one, so it's all good. Yeah. I call it the 82 Camaro mullet. So. <laughs> nice. Don't be afraid to introduce yourself. I don't bite, even though I look kind of strange. <laughs> yeah. The Lord's and people are often a little strange. It's okay. That's the way it goes. Celebrate who you are. Absolutely. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Um, Thank you. I just want to just, you know, give you guys blessings and grace. And, you know, as God leads you in your marriage mm-hmm. in a couple weeks, it's awesome. Um, and, and hope to see you guys in, I guess, about six months or so after that. And hopefully you guys will be here for a lot, for a lot longer. Yeah. After that. You might be seeing more of our faces around here. Good. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's it for that. All right, so as you can see, I mean, just a real intriguing couple. Uh, it was just so much fun to talk to them uh, and, and interview them and to get to know them. It was a lot of fun. And like I said during the interview, don't be afraid, guys, to just introduce yourselves to these two. Uh, they're really cool. They're going to be leaving here pretty soon uh, and probably gone for quite a while, uh, and hopefully they'll be able to come back. But don't miss your opportunity just to pick their brain. So that's it. There's your podcast for the week. Uh, hopefully, if Mark's feeling better, he'll be back next week, and we'll get back right into the groove of things. So, uh, my name's Matt, and I will talk to you all later. Peace out. Generation Now. Be informed.